Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today, as we continue to, to journey through the Gospel of John, we're going to look at this, this extended meal that Jesus is having with his disciples. And uh, we're going to look at Jesus and his instructions as he describes his betrayer. And finally, he, he tells Judas to go and, and do what he is, do what is in his heart, to go and betray Jesus. Now, I want us to remember that this meal likely happened uh, in, in a bit of a U-shape with all of those dining. Jesus and his 12 disciples, they were leaning in toward the center of the U with their feet pointed outward. And so this is a very casual meal. They're, they're leaning in and Jesus is the host here as, as he's instructing them and speaking to them and, and encouraging them and talking about all, all the different things that we've seen covered here. And now the... Uh, I guess the feel of the meal takes a bit of a turn, right? We've seen Jesus wash their feet and, and now he's going to share the, the, his own heart. He is, he's agitated, he's troubled. Now let's pick up in the text, John chapter 13, starting in verse 21. The text says, After these things, Jesus was troubled in his spirit and testified, Truly, truly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Now, just imagine you, you've, you're sitting there, all, all 13 of them, and then all of a sudden, Jesus, this, uh, this messianic figure, this one that they have put their hope into, he says, one of you will betray me. Verse 22, the disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he spoke. There's like this, this silent moment as they, they hear these words and it like, it deadens the room. <clears throat> you can almost imagine everything went from laughing and joking and, and talking to Jesus says these words and it's silent and they're looking around at each other. Who, who, who is he talking about? And now one of his disciples whom Jesus loved was reclining at the ta at table at Jesus' side. So Simon Peter motioned to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking. You almost get it. Like, like you've got John. This is the disciple that Jesus loves. And uh, he's right there next to Jesus. And so Simon Peter catches his eye, maybe from a distance. And he's like, ask him, ask him, right? He, he, he just, that, that unspoken, you need to figure out who, the, who this is and what's going on here. So that disciple, leaning back against Jesus, said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, and this is likely just between Jesus and John. It is he to whom I will give this morsel of bread when I have dipped it. So then Jesus, so when Jesus had dipped the morsel, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. Then after he had taken the morsel, Satan entered into him. In this moment, Jesus, he, he, uh, he speaks these words and John hears it. I don't think all the 12 hear it. And John hears it and John sees him hand it to Judas. And Judas might've even heard it. Judas seems to be close and near Jesus in this moment. And in this moment, there's like maybe even just this last moment of, of Judas and his conscience. Will it be pricked? Will he, will he repent? But instead in this moment, he takes it and Satan enters into him. Judas already had these evil intentions, but now here, uh, really, Satan is, is possessing Judas in this moment. Judas is a man without faith. He's a man without trust in Jesus. He's a man who is using Jesus. He's a man who is conspiring against Jesus. And in this moment, Satan enters into him. Jesus said to him, what you are going to do, 
do quickly. This is emphatic. This is, there, there's an urgency. Go, go and do what you're about to do. Verse 28. Now, no one at the table knew why he said this to him. Some thought that because Judas had the money bag, Jesus was telling him, uh, buy what we need for the feast or, or that he should give something to the poor. This was, this was common during a, a, a celebration. They would, there would be a, an offering of alms to the poor or maybe they needed more supplies for the meal. And so verse 30, after receiving the morsel of bread, he immediately went out in these last few words. And it was night. Remember, Jesus has spoken about doing what God the Father has called him to do while it is day. He must do ministry while it is day because when a night comes, he will no longer be able to. Listen, this is, this is that moment. This is the moment where Jesus, it's just becoming clear. The, the die is cast. Judas is going to go betray him. Jesus' death is looming. It is night. Now, I... I I look at this text and when I think about ancient way for our modern day, I just want us to see the heaviness of this moment. I want us to see the, the, the dynamic among Jesus and his disciples. These are those that he loved to the end. He has just washed their feet and yet he is serving them. He is teaching them. He even hands this morsel of bread to Judas in this moment. He's doing all of this knowing that his end will come. Now, I want us to remember Jesus does this and his, his eye is not just on the cross. I want us to remember his eye is on the victory that he will achieve. See, this gives us hope. This reminds us that Jesus, he achieves this victory for us. He went through all of this to rescue us. And when we remember that, this gives us hope. No matter what we suffer, no matter what we endure, no matter what the betrayal, no matter how dark the night feels, because of what Jesus has accomplished, we can move forward in courage, in hope, and in joy. The author of Hebrews describes this. It says that, that Jesus, he endured the cross for the joy that was set before us, or was set before him. That, offer, that author, he he offers to us this, this idea that we should, we should keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. That we should run with endurance the race that is set before us. This is, this is encouragement to the believer. Remember what Jesus went through for us. Remember what he endured. Remember the night, the darkness that he experienced so that we can be saved. And then when we remember that, remember his love for us endures. And so we, so we can endure. So we can face trials and tribulations. So we can face whatever struggle that we might in, encounter. See, the ancient way for our modern day is to, to remember Jesus. Remember what he's done. Take our eyes off of our circumstance. Look to the Savior and be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ. This is our ancient way for our modern day.